What's going on, guys? This is Dave. And this is JJ, and we are fighting for justice. Guys, this is take three, all right? So we gonna get at it this time because we didn't already fucked up the video once uh, for an hour after an hour we just fucked it up again after 20 minutes so we gonna fly through this one hopefully you like it and this is episode three take <coughs> three episode three is all about movies so today's idea is for us to go through some movies talk about them talk about uh the legal aspect of them and try and make it a little bit funny. Hopefully, you guys will join in in, in the later episodes. A little bit give on us the lighter some, side. Yeah, give us some other movies to watch. Give us some clips, things we could talk about. So I'm going to jump right in. Um, first one for villain of the day has to go to my man, Batman. The Cape Crusader, <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Or, as he should be called, inmate number 87348 of Gotham City. Correct. <laughs> like... So here's the problem. <coughs> Batman is a rich person who is going around beating people up with pipes and bats, blowing up like buildings. He's got cops on his payroll who are helping him. He has he like kidnaps people. He Absolutely. ties people up and leaves them hanging. That's false imprisonment. Like you can't just in the one movie he ties up all like cops too. Mm -hmm. Aggravated assault on a cop on multiple cops. Yeah, the the scene with uh, I think it's the Dark Knight Rises with Joker, <clears throat> where he kind of like ties up <clears throat> all the cops and kicks them off of like the ledge, mm -hmm. but they're all left hanging there. Yeah. You can't do that. No, no. I mean, it's pretty simple. As you can see from my shirt, I hope you can see it. Right, big fan of mafia mob related movies. Okay. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta from Goodfellas. But knowing how the mafia operates, okay? Knowing how they get their power, I need somebody out there in this world, maybe you to explain to me how he is not just some comic book version of the head of a, of a crime family, right? He kind of is. And look at it this way. When you get into the other movies, right? He's got Robin, so he's got some people under him, right? He's got soldiers <laughs> that work for him. He's got right. Morgan Freeman, some guy he can always go to for advice who makes Alfred. weapons for him. Yeah, Alfred. I don't know his name. I call him Morgan Freeman. So anyone I remember, Morgan yeah, no, Freeman. Yeah, was Mor with him. yeah, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. In the movies, he like right helps him out. I yep. mean, he's got cops on the payroll. <clears throat> politicians love him. I mean, listen, uh, he's he's the head of a crime family, and this is pretty simple. I know there's been about a thousand Batman movies. Let's look at it this way: if we were just applying any normal laws, the very first Batman with Michael Keaton <clears throat> and Jack Nicholson as Joker, it would have ended there. I have been pretty simple because Joker would go to jail for life. Batman would go to jail for life. <laughs> yep. There would be, you know, the mayors and the politicians would say, oh, cool. We got both criminals off the streets. So exactly. now people don't have to worry about your cars getting blown up. People getting <laughs> beat up. Right. Cops getting beat up. So right. like, like, think about this, though. Think about this. So the Joker is out there and. The ends justify the means. It always seems to be the... That's the point the, of the, the story, point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Joker's out here, and we got to catch this Joker. Can you imagine waking up tomorrow morning, and your car has been blown off planet Earth because some lunatic was chasing the Joker down the street in a rocket-filled, like, motorcycle <laughs> and blew up half your block? 
<laughs> like, and, no, that is not okay. And there's no recourse. Right. You can't sue Batman. You don't even know who this dude is. Like, I and mean, the cops are help. No, no. Here's the deal. I have a question. For all my insurance agents out there, like, is Allstate, they're just in the business of insuring armored vehicles. <laughs> right. You know this dude doesn't have insurance. Like, right. <laughs> Batman's got full tort on the motorcycle or on the tank that he's flying. Like, get the fuck. Oh, your car flies, sir? Yeah, we don't cover that. Yes. Sorry. We're going to need Batman to have some superhero insurance before he can start uh, protecting Gotham City. Yeah, I mean, listen, lawyers, doctors are required to have insurance, but, I mean, there's a business idea. Exactly. Vigilante insurance. Before you think you want to be the next Batman, make sure you got your insurance game up, all right? Because I think that's the part of the movie that they need to to show. Yeah, they never get into the part where Batman gets a $30,000 bill in the mail because he blew your deck off. Exactly. So, to compete with Batman for villain of the day, I have the movie Training Day. Mm. Okay, so Denzel Washington plays a dirty cop. It amazes me. It never ceases to amaze me how many movies we have portraying dirty police officers. Yeah, like it's the norm. Yet. But it's not. When we go to pick juries and we ask people, not even juries, when I ask people do you think cops lie? So many people are like, no, why would they lie? Absolutely no, not. why would they lie? No. I'm like, have you? There's so many shows. There's so many like, like movies. They all portray cops bending the rules, breaking the rules. The ends justify the means. I'm noticing more and more movies that are suggesting that like, man, the criminals are getting away with things. So if the cops just kind of like hide this evidence or bend this rule, then like, it's okay. And that's the, that's the message that we are portraying. Mm-hmm. That is such a dangerous and scary message to me. Well, I watch, I don't remember the name. That's what's funny. I watched some shitty horror movie last night. It's on the same topic. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the opening scene, the cops kick in the door. It's two cops. Right. And they're interrogating two people that know they're looking for this one guy. Like, where is he? Like, I know he was here. He was your boyfriend. Dude, the one cop fucking kicks this chick in the head and then shoots the other guy in the leg. And like, listen, it's a very shitty movie. This wasn't a good movie, but I was dying laughing. I was like, this is how cops, this is how we think cops get info. Right. They come in and they shoot you and then they kick you in the face. Tell us where he is. I'm like, but but the crazy thing is that like, I've heard, I've had clients be like, yeah, the cops beat the shit out of me. The cop did this to try and get information. And I'm like, at first I'm like, come on, man. Like nobody would like the cops aren't really going to. But then they come to you with injuries, and then they come to you like yeah, right pictures. after it happened, yeah, yeah. And pictures, and I'm like, wow, maybe the movies are actually kind of portraying what we already know is happening. Yep. And so for scumbag of the day, above Batman, I might have to put the dirty cop, and because the problem with dirty with dirty cops, right, or cops who are willing to, I won't say dirty cops because that has like a connotation to it. My problem is the people who think that it is okay because the like the ends will justify the means. Yeah, exactly. No. It's not. The only way that our law will work is if they do not bend the rules. They can, they're the only people that can't, that can't. bend the rules. If the, the criminals get away because they can't catch them, then so be, so it. be it. That has to be what we say. Correct. And it sucks when you're the victim. I totally understand that. But if we allow them to bend just one rule, 
then they get used to it. They will always bend that rule. Correct. And then they will always bend more rules. And then when you when they start bending those rules, we can't ca- like we can't count on them anymore. Yep. And we have to be able to count. Like I want to be able to count on the police too. But the problem is we allow them such large like uh carte blanche essentially to do whatever it is that they want. And then when they do break the law, as long as they say, well, I did it for a good reason, we're like, oh, okay, well, he's trying yeah. to catch the bad we, guy. You know what that turns into? Batman. It, exactly. <laughs> don't put him, I don't want him to win this contest. <laughs> so I'm going to bring up one. It's not not a movie, but it might as well be because you and I were talking about it. And again, this is to give you guys insight because I'm just going to say it right out. Every lawyer feels the same way. I know he feels the same way. What you guys see on television, right, is not real life when it comes to us being attorneys, right? No. So I'm talking about Better Call Saul, right? Great TV show. Right? <laughs> I, I really got into it. Now, I haven't seen the new season, so I don't, I'm not caught up, right? I ended on the last season. Mm-hmm. I was talking to you about it the other day, right? There's a beautiful scene because the first question I had, and you answered it perfectly right and i think we're both on the same page there's he's he's now representing a member of the mexican cartel right Mm -hmm. and if you see the show you'll you know what i'm talking about there might be some spoilers here so sorry but you know don't watch that that's why i'm telling you in advance so he he's in jail he's uh accused of murder and the judge sets his bail basically at first judge sets his bail no bail Mm -hmm. right you're in jail now that's standard be the first study right when you're convicted when you're charged with first degree murder Generally, you don't get bail. means you're not getting out. Great. Wonderful. He does some tactics. You know how Better Call Saul is. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He gets some info. Not sure how he gets it. Not sure if it's legit. I'm not worried about that part. He does a bail hearing, and the judge thinks he's kind of being a smartass, right? And he says, fine. I'll set you bail. $7 million. Okay. So, as you guys can understand, the judge was doing that to be like, I understand your argument. I'll give you bail, knowing that nobody can ever <clears throat> post $7 million, right, right? Right. So, the story goes... The Mexican drug cartel members like, you're going to go meet my cousins, right? Across the border of Mexico, you're going to pick up $7 million. So the first question I had, because I didn't, I thought I knew the answer. And it turns out I did, but I always like asking somebody else because I don't, you know, this is a weird scenario. Is there anything illegal about going to pick up that money that you can think of? To going to pick up his bail money? Yes. <clears throat> to pick it up? Probably not. Right. Let me ask you, and I'll. I want to make sure viewers are on the same page. Great. You pick it up. Nothing illegal with that, right? If somebody says, "Go get me money," because I need to post bail, Go we can hold money. My... We can hold money yeah, in trust yeah, for clients, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. What happens if you get stopped with that money on the way back? You gonna have a lot of explaining to do. How would? <laughs> how do you think you would explain? <clears throat> Uh, I would probably say attorney client. I would probably try and claim attorney client privilege and tell you, I can't tell you why I'm, I'm carrying this money. Uh, I'm not sure how that would fare, especially if I have to go to another country, which they don't, they're going to have different laws. So I don't, hold on, hold on. on. Let me better question. You make it back across the border. Okay. All right. And get stopped somewhere in the States. Correct. Yeah. I would lean on attorney client privilege. Um, yeah, all, here's what I'll say. All bets are off. You get stopped in Mexico at seven million. I don't know the rules. <laughs> right, sure right. I don't some, know. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> have some weird. You're gonna you're gonna have some. There's gonna be some tough explaining. There. I don't know how you explain that in the in the states. Like that's that's still well, a lot of money. You're still and if and attorney my, client doesn't work, 
I think it would though, right? If I think you're it holding, if you're holding, all you have to say is I'm holding money in trust for a client. I can't tell you who, or I can't tell right. you what, but you can't pay it. So that's where I'm going next. Okay, so in the show, he shows up at the court, right? He puts seven million dollars on the table. He calls the DA, by the way, because it's very dramatic. He wants the DA to see I'm posting seven million dollars bail. I didn't know this, right? This is why I asked you. I said, one, like, how the hell would that play out in real life, right? Because I've never, I've had clients clearly that have had bail, that have had high bails, but they post it. And they usually use bail bonds and something like it's pretty straightforward. I never had a client have $7 million bail and actually pay it. What would happen? Oh, well, first first and foremost, especially with a drug case, like you're never going to just be able to bring that money in. So you're going to have what's called like a Nebbia hearing in, in, in PA, um, which essentially means you have to prove where that money came from. Okay. Right. So like you can't just bring $7 million and be like, here it is. Let me out. Be like, that's cool, but you're charged with like selling drugs for money. Mm. So we're gonna check and see that this seven million dollars came from a legal place. Show me where you actually have seven million legal dollars. Now, would that be on any case with a high bail? Like, if you had a seven million dollar on a murder, I have only really seen it done in uh drug cases when they had reason to suspect the money came from from an an illegal illegal source. source. Yeah, so that listen. That's a long way of kind of just pointing out, right? This is what I was saying. Great show. I, I like Better Call Saul. I think he's a hilarious attorney. But when you watch it, don't come to me and then be like, I saw this on TV. This is how a trial goes. <laughs> this is what that lawyer said when I watched Law & Order. Guys, right. the shit's not real, okay? it Things happen. If it was that easy, criminals would get out of jail a lot, right? People that good criminals that actually make a lot of money, save up a lot of money, if they could just post their bail without people going, yeah, you might want to show us it came from a legal source, right? How the hell did you get $7 million? Who are you? You know what I mean? Like, Let's talk about this. As long as you can show me it came from your engineering job or you created Apple or right, you own right. Amazon stock, we're going to let you out. It's fine. But a long way to say, this isn't the movies. That shit doesn't happen. Speaking, <laughs> let's talk. I want to grind somebody up. I've been waiting to grind this person up. <clears throat> One of my favorite movies growing up as a kid was Home Alone. Oh, my God. And I have to say, first and foremost, <clears throat> coming from like my mom, and she was a helicopter mom. She was, man, I couldn't cross the street without holding an adult's hand until I was like 16. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> so... I don't understand how you could leave your child and leave this, like, leave the state. Like, now she had a whole bunch of other kids and things that they were sure, doing. Sure, sure, But she actually left her child and went. No, she, in Home Alone 1, she goes to another country. They go to, like, France. They go to Paris. Or Paris. Yeah. They go to Paris. So yeah, yeah. they went to another country yep. and left their child. Okay. That has to be, like, in custody. Listen, that has to be enough to get full full custody. Well, full custody. Let me ask you this. It's got to be child endangerment. Has to be. Like, if you can get child endangerment from leaving a kid in the car when it's hot, right. you're in a different country. You left You left a 10-year-old And not only home. did you leave the 10-year-old, <laughs> but, like, you left the 10-year-old long enough where he had to get food and get toothbrushes from the store, and he had to take care of himself. He's a very resourceful whatever the hell right. he is, 6-year-old. 
I think he's like 10. I don't know. I don't know. Too young. I hope he's not six. Too young. (laughs) But, like, he had to fight off criminals. (laughs) Like, the entire movie. (laughs) And then the best part is, they made a second one. Oh, my gosh. He did it again. They did it again. And there's uh-huh. no way, like, what kind of parent will call the police after that? Okay, she right, like, she needs her, she needs her parental rights stripped. I'm well, sorry, and dad, right, right. Damn, he did have, he did right. have a father. Because <laughs> dad can't just sit back and go, well, that was mom's fault. And let me let me be the first to say, see, this is why things are never going to be equal. Even in my own mind, as mad as I am at mom, yeah. it never occurred to me to be equally as mad at dad. Like I know in that movie, he has a dad, Yeah. but something inside of my head is like, mom's supposed to know better. Yeah. And I just let dad right off the hook. Yeah. No, no dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we take your kid too. <laughs> Cause Kevin, y'all, y'all don't know what to do with Kevin. And clearly. In, in my opinion, that makes it worse. It does. Make you it had worse. two parents that legitimately were like, I don't know where the kid is. Who do we give custody to now? No one. You got to try an honor or something? No, because the whole family was there. So they're all in Man, on they, it. They, yeah, maybe Kevin was just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it was. <laughs> they uh, were hoping that something bad happened to Kevin. That's what it is. And not even getting into the criminal part, right? Because we all know the criminal side of it, right? They got arrested anyway in the first one. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even know. want the criminal side. I'm more on the parent, the custody part. Yeah. Out of the things that I see in custody, that triggers me and like i can't imagine the way i see y'all fight over like kids i can't y'all act like y'all kids never do anything you never leave home without them you you don't breathe you don't go to the bathroom that's how some of my client like uh custody clients talk to me about their kids so it boggles my mind to think that you could also you also leave essentially the youngest he's this big right which is usually the most protected child like you right. know, Biff or but whatever the hell his name Buzz. is. It Biz? Buzz. Buzz. Right? I'm thinking of Back to the Future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buzz, right? You're more worried about him getting on? He's an adult, basically. Right. Like, You're worried about the other people that are teenagers? You you run away from the little kid. Yeah. In two. You're like, hurry up. We got to get on the plane. And then you run full speed away from him and he goes to New York. Great. Right. That's While good he parenting. he stops to get batteries, yeah. you take off sprinting. Good parenting. Like you, you, you already know, kid. Like Kevin was so young, and, on the and first that one, one you got to pick him up and run on with the him. First one, he doesn't even get on the <clears throat> van, right? No, he he stays in the bed. Yeah, and the so first you one, just leave him at home. You know what happened in the first one? There was a neighbor kid that walks by and stands in the line oh, as they're yeah. counting, so they miscounted, and then he never gets on. Also, though, here's the deal. But still, like, I, okay, let's just again. Here's here's us putting a little reality to situation. You're on the van. No one sees Kevin. Right. How the car ride's got to be longer than fuck. Does Kevin family. have any sisters? He's got one brother in Buzz. I think so. I think she or I think the rest member. of them are cousins. That's what I mean. I think she only has two. I think they only have them. Stop saying she. They only have two kids, I Buzz and so. Kevin, which so. makes it worse. You only got two but and you, you also, missed one like twice. So you're on the van. You got to go. You have to drive to the airport. You need to go through the airport. We know how airports what work. What happened to Kevin's ticket? Exactly. What happened to anything? I think they say, I don't know what happened. Here's the deal. None of it makes any sense. You got all the way to the airport, got on a plane, and you were like, everything is fine. I'm not even worried that everybody's here. And the first time she thought about her child was when she was in the air. Yeah. Makes, listen. She asked, I think there's a scene where, like, she asked, like, uh, she's asking her husband, did we close the garage door? Did we, did we, uh, forget to turn the... (coughs) the coffee maker off and he's like yeah that's it it's the coffee maker 
And then she's like, Kevin. Yeah. Like, there's a good time. There's a good time for you to remember you had a kid. Yeah. And then you can't get back. Get out of here. So speaking on staying on the disproportionate uh, punishments. Have you seen the movie uh, Hustlers with uh, Jennifer Lopez? No. Has anybody? I have. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie. So let me break it down to you. Essentially, these women are strippers. <clears throat> they are drugging men, getting them drunk, drugging them, and then like stealing their credit cards, maxing them out, mm-hmm. doing all kinds of shit to basically take these people's money. <clears throat> now, they know that like essentially because they're strippers and the people who they're stealing from have like wives and girlfriends and they don't want they them to anything. like say anything. Sure. So they just basically stay silent. Yep. Right. These girls are racking up big numbers, like hundreds of thousands, if not millions over the course of like years, just drugging dudes, taking their bread, leaving them fucked. Man. If this was men doing this, they would have gotten life. If you were drugging women, Absolutely. And stealing shit from them. like I mean essentially Bill Cosby. Yeah. Right? Like the only difference is like they weren't sexual like they weren't sexually assaulting the men. Okay. But that's a sin like you can't just drug people, right? So that one to me hit me and I'm like, I think they got probation essentially at the end of uh, the movie. Oh boy. And like that's like crazy that but I do understand why there's a difference between like sentencing. Mm-hmm. But how does that how does that like rub you what would you give that what as a as judge strenfell who women are doing that do you see it as massively different because what they're taking is money oh compared to what like bill cosby yeah oh absolutely okay so what's what do you think is like punishment for people who are like preying on essentially you know there's definitely jail time in there probation is fucking insane Get the fuck out of here! How much? How much jail time? Ah, man. I don't know because here's the deal: it doesn't even matter to me how much you took, Mm -hmm. because really the most offensive part is that you're drugging people to get their shit, right? Right. Now I know as a judge, I'd have to look at the overall amount of what you took when it comes to grading and all that fun shit. Mm -hmm. But to me, the offensive part is you're really incapacitating people to take their shit. Like that's. To me, here's what I'll say. Not different than robbery minus the force, okay? Right. Like, I'm not putting a gun to your head, but I don't have to. Right, because I've knocked you out. Right? So, and you and I both know, robbery is no fucking joke, right? Mm-hmm. You get found guilty of armed robbery, you're going to you're going upstate, you're going for a couple, I don't know. You're going for a while. A decade, give or take, somewhere Maybe under there. Not decade, but you're you know what I mean? I would say a decade or under would okay. be the max, Okay, okay. okay. I don't know that I'd put you in jail for a decade, <coughs> but I know, I don't know. Sammy, I mean, here's, <clears throat> here's, let's my put thing. it this way. I'll come down in the middle. Okay. I'll give you five years. Okay. I mean, here's my thing is that like, <laughs> I'm gonna give you five years. I, I halfway agree with you. Like the part that is triggering, that's like scary is the drugging part, right? Absolutely. Like you, the fact that you would drug anybody is terrifying to me as a judge. Like if I was a judge, I'd be like, I don't, I almost don't care why you drugged. I agree. The fact that you drugged has put me on like, all right, you're going upstate. Yeah, I'm absolutely. A st- the lowest that I would start with anybody who chose to drug another human being, it's got to be like three to five years. 
in yeah, my opinion. So I'm right around there. Now, now, the question is, what did you do once they drugged them? Because there are oh, different of levels of horrible of shit. Which well, is I was why just going to ask you, but that's cosmic. where I was going to warn you, you're getting <clears throat> kind of slippery slope, right? Mm-hmm. You, you come over my house, there's brownies sitting on the counter, and I go, yo, eat one of those brownies, right? Mm-hmm. I purposely know there's weed in there, because we see this mm-hmm. all the time, right? Kids mm-hmm. bring it to school. Mm-hmm. Should I... Should I do three to five years? No. Okay. Because you did not purposefully drug me. I drugged myself. No, 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 no. Let's, no, that, that's still in your scenario. Even if I knew. Yeah, even if you knew, the problem is that. And you didn't know. And I didn't know. No, I still don't consider that you drugging me because it'd be different if like you brought them to me. Hey, Jay, try this. Versus I said, hey, can I have this? And you were like, sure. All right. Well, let's t- let me just let's take it the other scenario. I bring them to you and I'm like, yo, have this brownie. Now, yeah, is now there a difference between being incapacitated and you're just stoned? Does that bother you as a judge? Like the only thing you did was get stoned? So are you asking me that? Are you, asking, are you asking me? Wait, hold on. Is your question more about the drug itself? Sort of, but as related to the penalty you would give me. Right. So if I gave you weed instead of like heroin or something, well, I'm or, also or, losing my, what's the, what's the, shit, the date rape drug? Oh uh, yeah. It, uh, I can't think of what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. A roofie. Yes. Roofing thank you. Yeah. So like, Jesus. So in your, <clears throat> that's what I'm asking. Would that make yes. a difference to you? Yes. It would. Mm, it would, but I'm not sure that it should. Well, that's what I'm asking, right? I think I think day, it, I think it would make a difference, but I'm not sure it should make a difference because, like, you really if, have the same intent, right? Drugging your ass—that's why it shouldn't have a difference. It does only because one drug may not be. No, I'm gonna stick to my guns and I'm gonna say, I no, you should not be able to drug somebody, even if it's marijuana, because you don't know if I could have a bad reaction to it. Like, I, th- yeah, no, yeah. taking that, it doesn't even matter. If you and get was, me to take a fucking Tylenol against my will, you're going upstate. And I was actually going <laughs> to, I was going to, I'm in the same area, right? Because I look at it, really, I don't give a shit what you're doing. It's the intent behind it. Right. Like, the way I look at it, if you had access to more horrible drugs, you'd probably give them to me anyway. Right. And just because you can only get weed today doesn't mean tomorrow you're like hey man try this and you put some heroin in it or you knock me out or who gives a shit what's in it you know what i mean yeah that's like if you're willing to do that on any level like think about think about the thought process of going to that like if i'm willing to like put tylenol in your drinks even though we know it's tylenol it's not going to kill you it's fucking weird right i'm gonna sit there and grind up the tylenol (laughs) right yo Here's your yeah, drink, man, no, right? That's, that's a disgu- it's a disgusting It's just thing the process behind it, even yeah. though you would never know. <clears throat> right. right? No, 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 I agree. I gave him three Tylenol. He doesn't know. It's still fucking weird. It is. because Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. It's that intent. That right? intent is bad, and it, it, can't be, it can't be played with because, like... And I think you're right. <sighs> what you do after the fact can only make it worse for you. Right, right. right? <laughs> like, if I drug you and you fall asleep, and then I leave and I laugh... And then you say, that's fucked up, and I get arrested? Great. If, you know. Three to six. Three to six. We we can get much worse, right? Steal all your shit. There's some kind of sexual football. I mean, I can kill you, right? But that just turns, but like. Right. You You can make it worse. There's clearly degrees of just drugging you, and then I'm like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I videotape it and laugh at you. So I think that should be taken into account because I think we would be doing a disservice to what the purpose of the law is, right? Right. Because really, again, it gets back to your intent. You, you did two things, right? You drugged and then you did something else, right? Right. 
and that, and that's the whole point, which is why it's which is why it's so bad is because in and of itself it doesn't seem like I don't know why you would just drug someone like just for you'd have to drug them for a reason. Sure, I, and that first step is so bad. Like it, even I'll just say it a, depends. Give me like, something. No, nah, give me any reason you could drug somebody because you're just fucked up. Nothing. I, I, which, I mean, it, which means that you're taking joy out of it. Correct. I watched it on. A, it was on one of the podcasts. Like I think it was Rogan and his friends, right? Mm-hmm. But the one guy, like he was sitting there and he's like, "Yeah, Ari drugged me last night." Like he put ecstasy in my drink. He's like that motherfucker. Like, and it was literally all just to like laugh at him, right? Which is his enjoyment, just because. But his enjoyment, right? In order to get that enjoyment, he had to drug you first. So like that's still like you can't. You don't drug somebody for nothing. You did it for something, and you had to do sure. that. So like now his, the fact that he just wanted to laugh at you mm-hmm. is probably one of the lowest forms of number two step number two yeah the fact that step number two could be way worse doesn't mean that that's still like you had to drug somebody and the scariest thing is that like drugs lower the amount of control you have over yourself oh absolutely so the problem is that like if you drug me and then i wind up doing something yeah you're right like the law is going to blame me because they're going to assume i took the drug and so now everything i did while i'm on that drug is my fault unless you get a good defense lawyer which is why it's terrifying to think that somebody could actually drug you and then you will be responsible for the actions that you were doing because somebody else gave you something you didn't know. I agree. That's terrifying. Now, I got a movie, which I know you've never seen, because, again, he doesn't watch horror movies, which that's fucked up. Let's just be straightforward. You know, superhero movies, I know. But The Evil Dead, right? Pretty famous 70s movie. Uh, horror movie, one of the classics, right? Check it out if you haven't seen it. Really, it again, I know he makes fun of the writing, and I'll be the first to admit he's not wrong. I mean, it, the premise is as simple as you can get. People go on vacation into a cabin in the woods. Woo! You know, very deep. Can I already tell I'm not going to watch like, That's not going to be the kind of movie <laughs> I'm in. Right. And essentially, they go into this house, right? They're supposed to be camping out, having a good night, whatever. Somebody gets possessed, right? They don't really explain how because horror movies don't like to explain the things that don't make any sense, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the fun part about them, okay? Yeah, that sounds so a lot of fun. somebody, one of the women that are with them get possessed, you know, and they decide to put her in the basement, which I I don't know. I don't understand why that's a good choice because she's already a mutant, you know what I mean, trying to kill him. But she's like, we'll just put him down there. And then they go back to their normal life, which I also thought was absolutely hilarious. They were like, well, what are we going to do now? Okay. Okay. Can I ask some questions, or do you want me no, to wait? No, real to... quick. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Because where it, there's not much more. Right. Okay, go ahead. Even though it's an hour and a half or whatever, it's pretty simple. They all get possessed except for one guy, which is you know the hero of the movie, and he essentially ends up killing all of his friends. Okay. I have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. How many friends go up to this cabin? Oh, shit. Five. Five. Five total. Five. Five people go up to Five. a cabin, and one. Oh, okay. Well, actually. Question number two, how many of them were black? Zero. This was, come on, this movie was made in the 70s? Zero. Okay, cool. So that, <laughs> that's, a, that's why that was an actual movie, because <laughs> let me tell you, we go, first of all, I'm not going to the woods. Like, it's just, just the movie is over already, all right? <laughs> I'm what they call a city boy, and I'm not going into the woods, the, the like wilderness. I'm not doing it. But that <clears> brings <throat> me, that's a good question. <clears throat> You're in that scenario. 
Yeah, you can't get me in that scenario. I don't. <laughs> it's a, the movie ain't being made. They All right. Get, picture yourself. You're one of the five friends. Yeah, I'm having the trouble picturing myself in there. That's I don't. How do you, you always, get me out? The there? reason I'm bringing this up is because you always tell me the one he makes a joke, right? And it is kind of funny because it does. It is. It's funny because it's true. He's like, I don't watch horror movies because there's never black people in movies, and even when they die, like they're the first. Even when they are the first one to die, which, which any horror dumb. fan out there, you know. That that absolutely is a hundred percent accurate stereotype of horror movies, right? So my question is: You also tell me black people are much; they would never be in that scenario. Never. So I need you to get past the thought that you would never be in the woods. Okay, fine. I'll put myself in the woods but for you're your there, hypothetical. Right? Fine, go ahead. Would I'm you there. stay and help your friends? Fuck them I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, yo? <laughs> black people have a rule, all right? Every man for himself. <laughs> No, but like it, it depends. <clears throat> like, what kind of friends? What are we doing? Like family, but most of like most of my family, they they kind of know the rules. Like, dog, right. this person is possessed. Let's get the fuck out of here, <laughs> right? Like, what do you mean locking in the basement? I don't care where he is because I'm in the car getting out of here. Now I have a better question because I I should only you. be six minutes long. Now I got a better question. You're the one of the five. I'm one of the five. You're with four white friends. I already don't feel safe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this. I want you to kind of walk everybody because I know I know this is going to be entertaining. You have to kill all the four white friends. Won't do survive. that. Well, nope, nope, nope. And then the cops show up in the morning. <laughs> How does that conversation go? Not having it. <laughs> There's nothing to say. I went to the woods with four white people and I'm coming out by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> Yeah, ain't nothing I'm saying. That's that ain't nobody listening to me. Are you gonna follow your own advice at that point? And not talk to the cops. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> there is nothing, <clears throat> nothing that I could even think of. And I'm a great storyteller. There is no story I could tell that anybody would believe. Yeah, and to be fair, right? I only asked that because I knew it'd be funny. Because that was the thought I had watching this. Right? This was just me. I was like, shit. So I go to the, I go to the. We go to camp with five friends, right? They all get possessed. I need to save my own life, so I have to kill all these fuckers. Oh, oh, oh let's flip it around, though. Yeah. <clears throat> you went with five people, and mm -hmm. four of them were black. And you, we all got possessed, and you killed us. Four, right. You killed the four black. What do you tell the cops? Touche. So, here's what I'll say. I'm going to sit back and listen. Where's the popcorn? Yeah, here's what sucks, right? Because in the 70s, I know, sure as shit, I'd be like, listen, they were demons, and I killed them. And, the and, they'd, would, and they'd have believed that And the cop shit. would be like, see? Eh, absolutely, they were demons. See? Good job. Sir. It's that bullshit. Now, yeah. in the political environment that we're in, I'm also fucked, I think. Cause you no should one's, be. No one's going to believe me. They shouldn't. They should. <clears throat> because I saw the movie. <laughs> I was going to die. <laughs> what do you want from me? Here's the thing, man. I think that if if we go to the woods and you kill me and you claim that I was possessed, I know one thing. If there's not a trial, if you're not found guilty, if you don't get life, I'm coming back and I'm haunting the shit out of you. All right. So here's, here's a little advice for the viewers, right? If you're going to go camping in the woods, and it's not either all white people, all black people. Get a body cam. <laughs> Make sure you keep that shit on, right? Because here's the deal. If your friends get possessed, you can't kill them. I swear to God. Because you're going to have to explain why you either killed the black people or why the black person killed the white people. 
And I promise you, at this point, the cops are gonna be like, eh, "Listen, we've we've actually had we this has already happened, right? Yeah, no, but we still can't believe you because no one's gonna." I'm believe pretty you. sure though, dog. Like, if we're gonna be honest, like, I believe like black people have this like sixth sense of trouble. <laughs> it's because we've been through so much bullcrap through our lives. Like, we can sense trouble like light years before other races like that's why we just we just leave first of all we don't ask no questions yeah. <laughs> like if it feels bad we just accept that it ain't for us and we we either <laughs> we either leave swiftly <coughs> or we're like it's <laughs> right but also <coughs> it just hit me too because think about how fucked up a premise of a movie this would be right you have one white guy he goes to the movie he goes to the woods with his four black friends and he's the only one that doesn't get possessed? Exactly. That demon is racist as fuck. Yes, it is. Oh, the white guy lives again, and no, he the, doesn't he the demon, turn into the, a demon. The problem is the demon is the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> like, like we not possessed, dog. <laughs> like, like, you brought us out here to kill us, and now you're going to tell this dumbass story like they was possessed. No, we wasn't. Nah, those... You brought us out here so you could do this, so you could tell this lie, and that shit better not work. That's what I'm telling you. That movie. So if y'all see this, just remember... <laughs> That I didn't go out to the woods willingly. I told him I'm only out in the woods in this hypothetical because <laughs> he wanted me out in the woods. But besides that, good luck getting me out there anyway. I've been hunting. I hate it. I don't like, you know, like wilderness, the wildlife. Fair there enough. are big things that live out there. I don't belong. And I don't like movie, shit that could outrun me easily. That movie just cracks me up, though, because no matter how you look at it, take it all out of it. I don't I don't. <clears throat> you got to explain to people. That the only reason that they're dead is because they were demons. Good luck. That's right. All I'm gonna say. Good luck. <laughs> all right. So I got one more, and this one I just I just watched it. It's a new movie. It's called Hustle. Hustle. Adam Sandler basketball movie is oh, really 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 good. I don't want really, you to really talk good. about this because I want to see no, it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not actually gonna like talk about the movie. No spoilers. <clears throat> nope. 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 Fair it, it, all, only thing I'm saying is it's a really good movie and people should watch it. I'm telling y'all to watch that movie. It's really great. All it really showed, like, made me remember again mm. is like, man, it is so impressive when you're watching a professional do something in their, like, element. Mm. It blows my mind how much we take for granted, like, we're watching true professionals at their job. Are you talking about basketball players? Or are you Everything. just talking about... Like, every, when it, because a professional, right works so hard well who do you mean is a professional okay so like nba players are professional no, no, basketball players in context of the movie like who are you like I, that's what i'm trying to figure so, out so so like, what i'm talking about is that like when as i'm watching this movie i'm remembering like man they're working so hard right at practice at oh, working it. out okay. at doing these things yeah. so that come game day their bodies are just doing what's what naturally, yeah, you know, they, they've trained it to muscle do. Muscle memory. Right, muscle memory. That's why Steph Curry makes 143 a game. It blows my mind when I hear people, oh, man, he, I could have made that. No, you couldn't have. No. I could have I could have did that. No, you couldn't have. They are so good at their job that they are making 
the impossible look effortless. Absolutely. No, I agree. I mean, listen, we went through the whole Ben Simmons shit, and every single person in the Philly area was like, I would have made that free throw. Okay, no the fuck you wouldn't. <laughs> right. You, you would never be able to sniff the floor. You wouldn't have dunked. You wouldn't have made the free throw. You wouldn't be – because you – first of all, you go on the <clears> playground <throat> where there's not there's not even a kid watching you, and you can't make a fucking free throw. You're going to walk into a stadium in a playoff game where it's important. You – you're going to make the... Listen, I'll be the first to tell you, Ben Simmons sucks, okay? Mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no to that. I'm going to say this Ben dude Simmons... Is still on the, <clears throat> right, listen, ben we're a Philly Simmons. podcast, and you know what? He's a Ben Simmons fan, so just hold that against him. No, no, because you're not, you're not, you're not going to uh, say things that aren't true. What I'm suggesting is that oh, ben, ben, Simmons Simmons, is good. ben Simmons doesn't suck. He only is... Like, Ben Simmons is not... He's gonna good. Be, he's he's not uh, an all star compared to other all stars, right? He's, he's not a superstar. He's not However, an all star. No, he, he is an all star. He made the all star team, therefore he is an all star. No, the man is only. You can only say Ben Simmons is bad Simmons if sucks. you compare him to other NBA superstars. No, no, I'm comparing Ben Simmons to no one. Um, I'm basing this solely off emotion. Of like this is a custody case. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Ben oh, Simmons yeah, exactly. and, you, and you sound yep. just like those parents <laughs> who are like, I want full custody. I don't care. He's got an extra toe. I want full custody we right now. We here and debate this all day, but he, I don't wish him ill. You know, I, I want him to play basketball. I, I truly want him to come back and play against the Sixers. And I want us to smash the nets into the earth every time, which won't happen, but I want it to happen. And then otherwise, it's good. Now, hopefully he plays again. Maybe. I don't know. He might have another phantom back injury. You know what I mean? An in-your-head back disorder. It's fine. So hateful. So we'll see. You my book. You, you should. We're be not my... even talking about the movie anymore. The Sixers are shopping. I was about around. to say you should meet my friend Pete Lemmy. You guys, you guys from high school. Are... You guys are going to have a lot in common. He likes to hate the, just for no reason. The Sixers too. are shopping around. They're siding Harden. We got Embiid. You know, listen. We'll see the Nets. We'll see can Ben. I, can I bring it back to the to the place of the last thing I want to say, guys? Is please stop disrespecting professionals at their job, like. <laughs> Just please, I, I, I went to the barbershop and I had to listen to oh, these people yeah. say, like, oh, I could beat him. I'm like, if you For could that actually kind of money, beat I could make that shot. Right. If you could actually beat Ben Simmons one-on-one, maybe you should because he makes a lot more money than most people. So there's probably a reason why he's getting paid that. And I had to tell them, I'm like, do you know how mad I would be if after law school, if after, you know, uh, undergrad, law school, all of the hours I put in, all the trials, all the reading that you could just walk into the courtroom and dismantle me as a lawyer. Listen, it's man, so disrespectful to even say out of your mouth. Like what we do is rocket science. I can Google it. You can't. <laughs> like everybody assumes it. Again, there is a. I'm only a, saying that because <laughs> one of my pet peeves. All right, and this is a great time to get it out. Any future clients watching this. If you call me and tell me I looked this up on Google, I'm not going to be mean, but I'm going to mute it and possibly throw my phone across the room. <laughs> There's a reason you hired us. There's a reason people don't Google their shit before they go to trial. Because if you could just <laughs> Google how to do a trial and go do it, we wouldn't have jobs. But there are professionals all End across. End of rant. All across, right? End of rant. If you're a professional out there, 
Don't take no shit from these non-professionals, okay? Keep doing your thing. And on that note, yeah, episode three, let's call it a day. Hopefully this one recorded. Take a look at the back of this shirt. Y'all stay safe out here. Fighting. Problem with the law, you know who